She wears a nappy because it makes her happy. She's too cool for smooth. Kings and calls are too free spirited to be restrained by herbs and oils. These queens who adorn it as a natural crown of truth. Braids worn in all sorts of twists, shades, a labor of love for the to learn what are the main reasons women betray each other why self-hatred 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 i see in you what i refuse to see in me and as long as i can point it out to you i don't have to look at me so as a result of self-hatred we don't honor our relationships the other thing is because we seek external validation we're programmed everybody is and when you don't treat me the way I think you should treat me, I'm going to make it about you and I'm coming after you. But because we seek external validation and we want other people to make us feel good and look good and feel better. And when we don't get it, then we get mean. Yes. What's going on, queens? And welcome back to Sisters, where, of course, we are sisters doing it for ourselves. And one thing I know and what I have learned so far is that no sister can do everything by herself. So therefore, today's episode is about the importance of friendship and building a sisterhood amongst our queens. I will admit that this is the sort of topic that's new territory for me because I've not always had the best track record as far as having other female friends. Uh, but I do have a few close ones. And so I'm excited to be able to learn how to get better at building these new bridges. I have a couple sister friends with me. I have some friends to the show here. I have to Kayla, I have Emily, and I have Andrea. Hello, hello, ladies. I am so happy to have you. I know, Emily, you know, I know, Emily, you've been having a little bit of tech issues, and it's totally cool, you know, internet-based show. It happens sometimes. <laughs> so, you know, if she's popping in and out, it's all right. We, we still are going to have her as a part of the conversation. But how are you ladies doing today? Good. That's well. good. I'm glad. So I want you ladies just to start off with just a little bit of introduction about yourselves, just so everybody can get a feel of who you are and, and, and where you come from and all that sort of thing. So you want to go first, uh, Dekayla? Yeah, that's fine. Um, obviously, my name is Dekayla. I am 21. Uh, right now, I'm in college. I'm finishing up. Um, I'm going to school for social media marketing. Um, I mean just trying to finish school and then after that I'll probably get my degree in communication so sweet <laughs> Emily tell us a little bit about you hi everybody my name is Emily I am a 20 year old junior at North Carolina Agricultural and Technical State University my major is psychology and I want to open up mental health clinics for black men with my degree and after college, I plan on going back to college and getting my PhD. So, yeah. All right. Go ahead, girl. What about you, Andrea? <laughs> uh, my name is Andrea. I am 30 years old, 10 years senior on here. <laughs> but um, I am a mother of three boys. I went to Wayne State University. I have a degree in civil engineering. Uh, but right now, my main focus is being a mother which is, I think, the hardest job anyone can ever have. So that's the main thing, just being a good mom. That's the, like, that's the main thing for me right now. <laughs> you get an amen from me, girl, with that. I'm telling you, thankless, but very rewarding. So thank you so much, guys, for 
helping us out, figuring out how to build relationships with one another because it's a lot, it's more easier said than done. And so let's get down into business here. So the million dollar question is, do black women hate each other and why? I'm curious. Uh, who you want to take it? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go to you first, Andrea, since you mentioned it. Why do since you I think said something. Yeah. I don't think that we hate each other. I think, honestly, I think we kind of scared or like intimidated by each other. Um, and a lot of things I believe off the back between black women starts with miscommunication. Like that's where it starts. Like the fact that emotionally we don't really understand ourselves. So we don't have the ability to understand other women. Right. Um, we deal in a lot of face value rather than we, I don't know what type of day she having. I don't know what type of week she having. This can be her time. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Um, we don't know. And I think that a lot of it, we just come up with our guards up because we go on through stuff emotionally. So we don't take the time to break our emotions down and realize this person also have emotions. But no, we do not hate each other. <laughs> I, I will fight that. <laughs> just like, figure, like piggyback off of that, like it is like that, that kind of what, how is this person reacting? If I say this is this person, how is gonna, how are they going to react in that type of regard? But then, like, it's also, like, just misunderstanding. Like, we, I feel like we don't understand each other all the way. We all have this perception of we have to be the best. We have, I, I'm on top of everybody, and I'll do this and that. And it's like, it's, we're supposed to be equal with each other. And then also, like, growing up, with that separation of oh, if you're light skin, you're desirable. If you're um, if you're dark skin, you're not as desirable. Oh, your lips are too big. You're like all these things that society as a whole says, and then also with people in our own culture saying like, no, like you're not good if you do this. Like just stuff like that. We kind of oppose, like we put ourselves against each other. So it's like, nah, I don't like her because she light skin or oh, she's like just. We assume stuff. We we feed into the stereotypes. So it's sometimes that, not always, but also having that from a young age all the way up until adulthood, you carry that, or if you're even taught that. It's just like you carry that, you remember that, you do yeah. it, and you don't know why. Yeah. You just do it. And it's kind of like, I don't even know you. <laughs> you say, oh, it's going to be a bad conversation or just bad experiences because a lot of people – like they have bad experiences from yeah. prior treatment, whether it's family or yeah. press friend, like stuff like that. And they're mm -hmm. like, okay, well, I don't, I don't have, I've heard a lot of people say, I don't have female friends. I understand. But like <laughs> at the end of the day, it's like, that's because of that bad experience. So they said, no, I'm not going to do it. And then they close themselves off to it. So, you know, it's mm -hmm. that, and it's just a lot more. It just, it's kind of case it's levels. Like, that's what I see the most. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> It's, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot of it. It's a lot to unpack for sure. Definitely. Yeah, I think, um, I think colorism and featurism both like have a lot to do with like the disconnect. And um, I think since we're like too busy trying to compete rather than to see each other win, that can also cause a disconnect. Mm -hmm. And um, 
yeah just the constantly wanting to be the best and it's like we can all eat it's possible <laughs> it's, it's enough food for everybody at the table it's not just just for you and and that's something that I like I had to learn it's like it's okay like we all have to eat it's okay to see your sister win it's you should want to see your sister win you know what I mean mm-hmm. like a lot of um women it's like it's it's not like that and back to like the I don't have female friends thing that's kind of like a red flag to me because they say like <laughs> oh I hang around men more and it's like a man is will be the messiest person you know <laughs> not a not a woman actually <laughs> So that is also a red flag in character because it's like, it's like, it's a stereotype that women are messy. And it's like, no, it's really not like that. It's the miscommunication. Yes. Just trying to understand each other. And that's, yes. that's what I think plays a yes. big, big role in the disconnect with Black women. Can I just pick you on what Emily said? It yes. was the, I don't have any female friends. Cause I was thinking when you said that to Kayla, because my first, Whenever I hear um, a young lady say that, okay, I'm thinking, how old are you, right? Because in your 20s, I get it. Because I know I'm trying to act like I'm so grown, but I'm not. Because I'm still trying I'm still trying to figure out life. But I remember in my 20s how unsure of myself I was. So honestly, being so, not necessarily insecure, but unsure. Do I fit here? And it's not even about, with me, it wasn't about my looks. It was about, am I smart enough? Do I know enough? Am I equipped to have a conversation with this woman at this level? You know what I'm saying? So I used to feel like uh, I used to shrink. And then as I'm shrinking, I'm panicking. And then to her, she's looking at me like, girl, what's wrong with you? And really, she like, chill out. (laughs) But I'm over there having a mini panic attack. So it's like, how old are you? Because if you're in your 20s, I get it. But if you're 40 and 50, you you don't have no female... That's a red flag. Like, why don't nobody Ew. like you? Like, it's probably you. It, it's, it's probably you not, not liking yourself, yes, but we yes. ain't got to talk about that. Yes, but yes. I'm like, how old are you saying that? Now, in your 20s? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. But we're going to have to work on that at the 25. Yeah. We're going to work on that. My bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, kind of with that, it's kind of like, who are you? Like, it's not always, no. I'm gonna stand beside this. Like it's kind of who you put yourself around to because kind of you you get those red flags. Like you said, it's a red flag. You can see this stuff over and over. And if you're constantly putting yourself around this this certain type of vibe or these certain type of people, you should realize this trend. And it's not all women. It's not. You can't put everybody in a category. It's who you choose to deal with. Kind of at the end of the day, it is kind of self accountability in there as well. But some people don't develop that. Some people don't realize that until later or never at all so it's like okay some well, people never exactly. I, I, exactly I chose some bad people to be around because exactly. growing up my mom you let your okay you choose your friends now yeah. kind of growing up I was like well that's kind of hard because we both choose to be each other friend but it's like you do choose to continue being their friend you choose exactly. them hang out with them now exactly. if you feel like this person is not fulfilling you and personally for me for my friendships if you're not challenging me to be a better person, you're not helping me build. Right. You don't need to give me money. You don't have to give me. Just have a conversation with me. Right. Motivate me to do better things in life. Right. Then we, that's just who I choose to be around now. Right. I done had some <laughs> bad eggs. We all do. We make mistakes. But yeah. that's how we figure out who we don't want to be around. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, yeah. it's just a lot of people make those decisions over and over. Yes. And then they just say, well, I'm not the problem. It's everybody else. And it's like... The lack of accountability. (laughs) Yes. The lack of accountability. I was talking about this 
in my psychology class uh, last semester. And it's like, you have to do some inner work and think, why am I attracting these people? What about me is like a magnet to these type of people? And then when you figure that out on the inside and you get it all together and then you will attract better people. That's that's it. The law of attraction. You hit it right on the head. You hit it right on the head. Girl, that's why you went psychology. You know (laughs) what you're talking about. You know what you're talking about. She I do. think all you ladies are right on all of your points. I think all of you are right in some in, 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 in an aspect or another because it has a lot to do with the factors of who we hang around. You know, what are we attracting to ourselves? Andrea, you mentioned about how age has a factor in it, and you're totally dead on about in our 20s, it's way different making friends than when you're, you know, above 30. And I, mm-hmm. I'm at the end of my 20s now, and I've the way I see it now, friendships with other women is totally different because I used to be that one to say, I don't have female friends. But I didn't say that as like, I won't or I don't want to. It's just that right. that's just not what it is right now. And so mm-hmm. I and so I and, and everyone here mentioned that intersection between race and gender in some mm-hmm. form or fashion, which is why mm-hmm. I think it's even more important to have those connections with others who can relate to your experience because being a black woman is not easy, as we all know, and we actually need to stick together more than we think we do and so why do you think ladies why do you guys think it's important what is the importance for black women specifically to have a sort of sisterhood relationship amongst each other considering the challenges that we face in society anyways support i think i think protection for sure Mm -hmm. um i think in our culture the darker side of African-American culture stemming from slavery, it can get real dark real quick. Um, anything from molestation to domestic abuse to um, older men marrying much younger girls, like it can get really dark. But I think that as black women and we come from that experience um, stemming from slavery, I don't necessarily have to tell you my story without you understanding my story. Because I believe shared trauma can identify itself in people. Um, I may not have had the exact same experience with you, but somebody abandoned you and somebody abandoned me. So now when we look at each other, we see that we have an issue with abandonment. That's why whenever you want to hang out with your other friends, I catch an attitude or I don't text you for three days. And it's like, it's not that she's jealous. She got separation issues. <laughs> the, just the mere fact of her hearing that you got a new homegirl that you you spend it, you don't you don't hung out with her three times. This this is getting out of hand, you know. But it's like, no, baby, I'm not leaving you. I just found another friend. So, right. like you, like I, we said it again, like um Emily said, it's a lot of internal. And I always go back to that because, but as a black woman. We trauma bond all the t- like we trauma like we is not just in our relationship with black men. We do it with each other. We do it with each other, and we wonder why we have frenemies. Because mm-hmm. in our relationships, I hate to say it. Oh, I hate to say this. Hey, but, girl. I hate to say it, but the older black women in our families, in my experience, have not always been the most supportive. I hate to say this. Don't hate to say it. Not I hate to say. I just. Oh, I just hate. I just hate to beat on black. I just hate to beat on us. But I got to say, they haven't been the most supportive in my experience. So I had an issue with gravitating towards negative women that spoke negative to me because I was one of those little girls that when I walked into the room, oh, you think you cute? And this is from a person that's like 30, 40, and I'm like seven. So, you know, it, it, 
it kind of conditioned me to get into relationships with women where she like, why you got to wear that? Why, why you got to wear a dress and we wearing jeans? And I'm like, girl, because I'm hot. Right, right. I, I don't want to wear jeans. It's 75 degrees, girl. I ain't putting on no denim. I'm about to right. put some cotton on. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it just, I, I gravitated to that type of um, relationship dynamic. And I honestly, it literally took me to the age of 30, a little bit before 30 to be like, dang, Dre, like you got an issue we're building relationships with negative, like just negative energy, because I'm the one like, I'm going to make them love me. I'm going to prove to them that I'm a good person. We're going to ride off in the sunset. No, you either going to rock with me or you not. And while you not rock with me, I promise you, I wish the love, I wish all the love, but you got to go. I wish you well. Black sister. <laughs> yes, you said what she said there. I'm mm-hmm. with you. Yes, yes. And I like how you segment into that. Go ahead, Emily. If there's something you want to say. Yeah, I wanted to pick it back off of what um Andrea said. Is it Andrea? Andrea? You know what? I don't make a big deal. It's Andrea, but girl, Andrea, I don't make I'm a big deal. Andrea. <laughs> About like the disconnect with older black women. And a lot of them, I'm not, I don't even hate to say it. But a lot of older black women hate on younger black girls. They hate on them and then they project their insecurities and their um the stuff that they couldn't do it like they project that onto the little girls. Yes. And like it stems from just like saying, Oh, um, put some pants on because your uncle coming over. Stuff like that. Now that's a mess. And that's just something that's small, but it's like they don't understand when that's the seed. Seeds, and, um, seeds, seeds yeah, do not grow some... seeds, they grow trees. Yeah, I just you get a harvest. On... <laughs> I just seen something on uh Twitter where um an actress, I'm not gonna say her name, but she was talking about um Blue Ivy's hair and saying that um she um was basically saying that her hair is nappy and everything, and then Vivica A. Fox was like Girl, she a child. What if she was talking about your baby? She said she wouldn't say that to my baby because my baby don't got nappy hair. Just like little like shady comments like that that black women make about little girls. But when did nappy become bad? Why is that a bad thing? Exactly. And they don't realize what that's doing to our brains and how it can make you. Yeah. That little comment can make you insecure and that can set a precedent to self 10 years of self-hatred. Yes. Yes. And you got to get out of that. You got to do some internal work and get out of that and then love yourself and it's like back what you said about um if you don't rock with me like i can rock alone as long as i rock with myself i'm good i'm a, I'm gonna attract a people that rock with themselves as well i'm gonna attract i'm gonna be divinely attracted by these yes. people you know what i mean so yes. everything stems from yourself and yes. love yourself because people that love themselves you can see it it's a mm-hmm. glow mm-hmm. you know? and mm-hmm. like a lot of like issues like with the black women i think it's because a lot of us don't love ourselves because we're not the we're not the beauty standard. You just hit it. You hit it. That was it. We are like <laughs> you know what you're doing with the psychology. That's like, all I'm gonna say. Like we are like we're sexually desired, but not like romantically desired, and that can that can just play take a toll on your brain and how you view yourself. And you will look in the mirror and hate yourself because of it, and think like, oh, I'm only desired to um, be intimate with him, but he doesn't want to be intimate with me on a different level. And then you could like thinking. Why am I why I'm not good enough, you know? And then you project that and your insecurities, your self-hatred, you project it onto either a little girl or to your friend. So everything, everything stems from within. Everything stems from within. You have to be happy within yourself 
to even have good connections with other people because if you're not, you just gonna you gonna be unhappy and then you gonna attract unhappy people and y'all gonna be unhappy. Have you ever seen an unhappy friend group? It's not gonna last at all. <laughs> like it's toxic. It's a terrible <laughs> friend group. Where everyone acts like they like each other, but then they don't like yeah, each, we other. Hate each other. But y'all just hanging around each other just just for the fun of it. It's like y'all, it's a waste of time. You know, you gotta rock with people that's on the same frequency as you. Period. Matter of fact, you gotta rock with people that's on a better frequency than you. Because when doing that, that's gonna motivate you to get your stuff together. Like I'm only friends with people who's better than me. And that's it. Because if you being better than me, it's like it's motivating me to get my stuff together. If we on the same level, it's cool. But I'm about to be closer with this girl that's got an internship at a law firm. You hear me? No, that's you know? and it's not personal. And it's, it's not, not personal. personal at all because you are the five people that you hang around. Yeah. Yo, um, people like personalities and everything, it it transfers to other people. Absolutely. So if you're around negative energy, you're gonna be negative. And if you're around positive energy and positive people and motive people that's doing stuff with their life is gonna motivate you to do better. Absolutely. Yes. That's what I have to say. <laughs> I love it. I love it. The Kayla. Oh, yeah, the Kayla. I'm gonna let you end off before we before we go to break. I mean, y'all uncovered everything for the most part. I'm listening because I'm like, yep. Like this is this all of this is exactly why it's important for Black women to have friendships with Black women. Like I literally just finished watching Insecure, and I didn't want to watch it. I did not want to watch it. But I watched it, and. That literally highlights the whole thing of black, like it's it's very like you can talk to them like you said, bonded off of trauma. That that literally is crucial because mm-hmm. you can't growing up sometimes, like you said, older women, you can't come to them and you don't feel comfortable because you've had that negative connotation from them all the time. It's like, well, I don't you know, I can't talk to you because of this and I can't talk to you because of that. You might say this to me because I said that to you. And it's like, all right, usually most people keep it into themselves, but once you find that connection and somebody who's had this similar experience to you, it's like, okay, okay, cool. Maybe I could talk to you about this. I ain't never mm-hmm. talked to you about it before. Right. There's right. so many different stigmatisms and so many stereotypes inside of just being African-American. Mm-hmm. And like, literally, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just so much. It now, is. Like, I'm trying to say at one time, I can't get it out. <laughs> it's like most of our culture, mm-hmm. like if you go on social media, somebody like, oh yeah, you know how you go outside and you um you see the ice cream truck, you go ride your bikes. We connect off of that. Most right. of our culture is connecting off of same experiences from different households. Yes. So, I might be friends with, uh, you know, I'm from Detroit, so I might be friends with somebody who's all the way in Flint, Farmington Hills, Right. Right. And they'll be African American. They might not have the same exact experiences as me. It might be a little different, little tweaked, but I'm pretty sure we can relate over something at the same day. Or I could be talking to somebody from Houston, somebody from New York, somebody who I don't even know, California, (laughs) somewhere. I've connected with people all over the country. Right. Honestly. And just because even somebody who's not directly like I've talked to people who live in the Bahamas and we yes. have shared experiences. Just yes. colored people. Just black is black, black in general. And it's like having those people is nothing wrong with having relationships and having friendships that's outside of your race or whatever. Absolutely you know, not. But having that black sister or yes. that black male, even just black males to talk to. 
like, hey, how do you feel about this? You know, I had this happen to me. Um, you know, how should I go about it? It's advice right. that can work closer and connected to you. Because yeah. also, when we have a rally cry or time of need, like, yeah. like everything that's been happening with mm-hmm. African people, having those people to talk to, hey, how you feeling? How's this, how, how does this make you feel? Mm-hmm. I can relate to you about what happened. You know, people getting shot. Okay, you know, how does that make you feel? What do you think? We could, like, just having conversations. It gives you that sense of security. It's yeah. Like, okay, I got somebody who I can talk to who will understand what I'm saying. They can feel what I'm saying. Like, they're not just upset. They're deeply impacted by this. So this is more than just me having a conversation. This is right. the experience. This is a bonding moment. Right. So it's, it's very, very crucial. And literally, y'all too, y'all hit everything else. I was just, again, just like, yeah. <laughs> And this is getting really good. And before we keep going, guys, I want, ladies, I want to be able to go to a quick break. So we're going to break real quick. We're going to be right back here on Sisters on Be More Radio. Do not go anywhere. Sisterhood is extremely important. Like, my best friends were my sisters. They were my family that I got to choose. For black girls, our friendships are like everything. My friendships are absolutely everything. It feels like church. It feels like fellowship. Black women friendships is food for the soul. It's like eating grits with mad butter. It's warm. My uh, friendships with my black female friends feel like freedom. I don't have to hide who I am. They don't hide who they are. And I know that I can be safe in how I speak and what I think. Friendships and sisterhood between black women is extremely important because no one understands our experience but us. We're not afraid to check each other. I don't have to hide anything about how I think or what I think. If we disagree, then we disagree and we argue about it and then we order cocktails after. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to Sisters right here on Be More Radio, where you're either going to say amen or you're going to say ouch to this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) We're on the back end of a a really great uh, clip that we just saw of some young ladies who have had very positive relationships with other uh, black women. And so it just goes to show that, you know, not every uh, female relationship is positive. And so uh, it's really great to be able to just have some camaraderie with each other. And I know that the media and social media always kind of likes to pit each other against each other as far as we don't get along. But uh, so ladies, I'll start with you, uh, Emily. Has there any has there been any positive sister relationships in your life in building the sisterhood? Has it uh, has there been anyone that has really built that with you? Honestly, yes. Um, besides my like my blood sisters and everything, I didn't mm-hmm. get a positive relationship until I went to college, and um, I connected with some people and. Um, like, I'm from Detroit, so, like, I'm very guarded. I think it's because of where I'm from. So, like, I have a hard time, like, trusting people and opening up. And um, I met this um, this girl at this um, this event for our Spring Fest. And I connected with her. I got her um, her social media, and we were um, talking and everything. And then, like, a week later, it was um, a party to go to on campus. <laughs> And um, I just hit her up. I'm like, hey, girl, you going to this party? Mind you, I don't know this girl for real. And so um, we like ended up, she ended up coming to my dorm. And um, we ended up like 
really just connecting and like before like mind you we about to turn up at the party before the turn up like the pregame we were talking about god the whole entire time and i'm just like and it was just she was saying stuff and like i just wanted to cry but i didn't want to ruin the moment like, <laughs> i'm a cry baby too all right cry in a minute she was just like hitting everything on the nose and i'm just like wow like i really i'm so glad i met you and even um even then like after when we um when we all left, like for the semester, she still checks up on me and everything. And uh-huh. I don't even, I don't even have friends that I grew friends, mind you, that I grew up with check up on me. You know, mm. even when my um, so my dad passed away August twenty second mm. of last year, and like those situations, those real situations, it tells you who your friends are. You know, so these women and these people saying making posts and commenting saying oh i'm here for you if you need me but i stayed in my whole room the whole semester i took a semester off and nobody was found people didn't even come to the funeral that i was rocking with you know so and when i met this person who i known for what literally a month right he just check up on me like just like call me randomly like hey right. how you doing and right. stuff like that it's just like it's so heartwarming to like yeah. have a connection with somebody a sister connection that like I'm not related to you know mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I've always had an issue with that I always thought your your friends is your your blood sisters and that's it and I always was like standoffish when it comes to um having female friends because I've never had genuine connections you know so yes that's like the only one of the ones I can think of like the positive sisters that I've had so far. That's real. What about you, Andrea? Um, first, I want to offer you my condolences, Emily, for losing your dad. I know that's hard. Um, mm-hmm. I I recently had a best friend. I know we were going to do positive, but I got to tell the truth. Uh, we're not right. friends anymore, and we uh, the friendship ended because of a lack of accountability. Um, but. Before then, um, she had lost her father, and I was that friend. I was there, and I made sure I was there. Um, and when I had losses, she was there. Um, I felt like with her, I could be myself. And with her, it was a lot of times where she knew what I was thinking. Like, we were very close, but we had a trauma-bonded relationship. And it even got to the point to where it was a level of codependency. Um and honestly, it was unhealthy. And that's where the lack of accountability started to roll in. Um, but honestly, I don't, I've never doubted her genuine friendship. That is, that's something, even to this day, I would still say she has been the best friend I've ever had. Like, I'm, close, I'm closer with her than I have ever been with any other female in my life, whether it's my sister or my mother. Um, me and my sisters are close, but we not to me. I feel like we should be closer because we're sisters, in my personal opinion. That's just how I feel. But with her, it was different. It was like I'm me. She was she was whoever she was, and it was cool. And yeah, we had arguments because one, we uh, we both have very strong personalities, but we never forgot. Like I would never disrespect you. I would never be disloyal to you. It was never that type of situation. Um, and she, not only that, she was a good um, role model. Like she had her degrees and she was a married woman and she bought a house. Like she she was that person that's like, okay, 
if she leveling up, how I'm going to be walking around talking about she my best friend and I, you know, I'm not even appropriate. You know what I'm saying? I, she doing all these things. I need to get, I need to get my repertoire together, you know? So she definitely was that good um, female experience for me. And one other older woman, I would say she was the only older woman that I felt like, dang, you like kind of nice. Uh, my auntie Christine, my uncle, who was my blood uncle, he married her into the family. And she has never, I mean, never spoke a negative word to me. I'm 30. And I mean, I ain't never heard it. I've never heard her say anything negative to me. Like if she'll see something, because I, when I was young, I was one of those people that wear their feelings on their sleeve. When I was a young girl, if a person say something to me, it could break me down into pieces. Like somebody say something like, your shoes ugly. I'm like, oh my God, why did I pick these shoes? I'm throwing the shoes out the window. Like I was so dramatic. I watched a lot of DigiChat. I was a very dramatic child. And my auntie would see, because you could tell when a person say something to me and break me. And I didn't know how to like, okay, Andrea, it's not that deep. Because I was a kid. And she'll say to me, you're beautiful. You're beautiful. And like, she would just always build me up. So um, that was the, that's the only, well, not only, but that's the most influential older woman that if she ever saw me like down, she'd be like, check yourself and remember who you are. She'd tell me quick, like, get it together. Get it together. Not continue on. <laughs> she would get me together quick. That's awesome. What about you, Dakayla? Um, I've had pretty, I've had good relationships with sisters. I mean, again, kind of piggy off of Emily, uh, piggyback off of Emily. I met most of my like good good friends in college. I've had a couple consistent friends like from elementary school, but also kind of like I grew up the only child for seven years. Also, I'm the only girl in the house. So with that being said, like I don't have sisters, so I have like younger cousins and stuff like that and they would be considered sisters to me but i was the big sister technically so um having those relationships growing up like my one friend consistently was like okay like i kind of have a sister i have somebody i can talk to you know um that relationship helped me build my confidence to who i am today it, it helps me it helped me and it helps me i should say because we're still friends with this like, like honestly I can be like, hey, like, this is what happened. Um, I don't know how I feel about it. You know, you know me. You've known me for this long, blase, blase, and we can talk it out. Or, you know, she can do vice versa. And it's always an uplifting conversation. It's always an open-minded conversation. It's never closed off. And that's not a relationship I've always been used to having in my life. So when I met people in college, like she said, somebody you knew for a month, you like, I don't even know you like I don't even know you that long. If we close, we're having these type of conversations. You know my whole life story. I know yours. We hanging out every single day. Because in college, when you meet these people, you see you live in the same, you live with them, you live in the same area as them. You you there. You just see each other. So it's like you get close to people very quickly, but also just as quickly as you lose, I mean you get those relationships, you lose them. Yes. It's sometimes a process. It's a process. You you lose them, you get them. But then you have those consistent ones. Mm -hmm. Now, I've had my share of both. But with my consistent friendships, like, they've left. They've moved out of the dorms. They've moved out of the area. We don't live close to each other. One lives in a different state. It's like, we still talk to each other. We call them check-in. And these are relationships I can go without months, weeks. 
we ain't did a year yet, but like, oh, we can go time without talking to each other. And it's like, hey, girl, what you doing? Like, we can have those kind of, like, nothing happened. There's no animosity. There's, it makes you feel good when you go out, like, girl, okay, you know, should I wear this? Should I wear that, girl? You look good in this, you know, like, it builds you up. It makes you feel good about who you are as a black woman, as a woman. It's like, just, you feel good. And then that motivates you to do better things. It makes you feel like, I can do this. I got I got them with me. You know, if I need help, they call them up. Or I can tell them, hey, I don't know if I, you know, I don't know how I feel about doing this. They be like, girl, you got it in the back. Don't, like, it's, it's motivation. It gets you, it's, it's a great feeling to have. Now, you know, as I've gotten older, I've appreciated a lot more than I did when I was a kid. Because obviously, you know, everybody thinking la 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 when you're a kid, like when you're in elementary school, you don't, you don't, you don't think about the benefits of your friendship that you yeah. make. Because also, with this, with them knowing this much, they can give you a little bit more than somebody you don't know would be able to like tell you about. Like, okay, like you know, you did this before, right? Okay, well, you should be able to do this times ten, and right. then like, we could do what we did last time. Mm-hmm. Like just like you said, getting those phone calls when you're not when you nobody can really motivate you at that time. Just like, hey, you know, I'm here for you because, again, I uh, well not again, but I send my condolences to you, too, Emily, because you know it's when you lose a family member, you do you you yeah. see how people really feel about you. You see how people really move, and yeah. it's like you can't really tell them how to act. They do it themselves. So, I mean, when I lost my grandfather, I saw who came out. So, you know, hey, you are you okay? Because he passed away a couple days before my birthday. So I literally had to go to a funeral the day after my birthday. And it, it wasn't a great feeling. Yeah. But, you know, I, I had to be there. Yeah. You know, and having those people like, hey, you know, how are you feeling? Do you need anything? Do you want to do anything? This, I'm getting you out the house. Just that helps. It helps. It does. It does. Yeah. It, I think it's... Oh. I think it's in those situations, I think it hurts, but it's just so, it's so beautiful because it's like God just be revealing, like, who is, who is, like, who, you know, and it's like, um, it hurt now, but, like, I would rather us disconnect now than us, like, disconnect 20 years from now, you know what I mean, because the more time you be friends with these people, the more hurtful it would be when they, when you realize they're not for you for real. You know, like my sister, she goes to uh, Grambling State University in Louisiana. And um, so I took a semester off fall 21. And one of her friends like just came by the house one day and she know my sister is at school. And she just came by the house just to check on my mama and just to check on us to see how we was doing. And it's like that, like little small thing just it does goes. so much. It goes you know what I mean? Such a long way. Exactly. And just like, I understand like people, like you got your own life and everything and everybody got stuff that they're dealing with. But like to shoot somebody a text when they're grieving. But people do what they got to do when they want to yeah. do it. I don't, they do what they want to do when they want to do it. Yeah. Well, I just want to say, ladies. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I just wanted to say, ladies, I, I hate to have to end this conversation so quickly <laughs> This was getting so good, and I'm sure this is not going to be the last conversation that we have. So I want to thank all of you for your input, for everything you've had to say, because we need to have this conversation, because it's a lot of students out there who have struggled in this area. And so 
And I think, and I really want to use this platform as a way to be able to build our own sisterhood within sisters and having a more loving and compassion for each other a little yes. bit. So we definitely want to thank you ladies. And certainly we want to thank all of our viewers and listeners. Um, we hope you guys enjoy hanging out with us. We are definitely not done with this conversation. And so uh, we're going to close it out here for now. But with that, Thank you, ladies. Have a wonderful Thank uh, you. Thank you, everyone. And we will be right back next time on Sisters. Have a good evening, everyone. Bye. It was so nice to meet you guys. Bye. Nice she wears a nap because it makes her happy. She's too cool for smooth. Kings and cores are too free spirited to be restrained by herbs and oils. These queens who doing it as a natural crown of truth. Wigs worn in all sorts of twists, shades, a labor of love for the root expressed by the child of Africa soil. It's worth the toil. Willy curls aim for the sheepish. So pick a stance. If you dare to take a glance, her thoughts will ascend. You trust me. Let's give her a chance. A pair of shears for a Shiver locks a twist to unwind the combination to the safe where the keys to a heart are best.